right, Saturday night. Hope everybody's doing good. It is the night before church. Maybe some of you have made a reservation at your church. You know, the ones that have their, they're in phase two or phase one of their reopening, pattering them, pattering, patter, <laughs> patterning themselves after the uh, pattern of the world. And, uh, you know, you got to call in and make your arrangements for your family, your reservation for your family. You got to be 10 feet apart inside the sanctuary, uh, one way in, one way out, multiple alcohol stations, all based in what, everybody? All based in what? Bullface lies. Simple as that. Let me address this. You know what? Masks cut off 20% of the oxygen that you need to breathe. Ready? Masks cut off 20% of the oxygen that you need to breathe. They do not fill out any, they do not filter out any coronavirus at all. They can't, unless you have an N95 mask professionally mounted to your face, you go in and actually get it tested. They actually stream in gases and things like that to see if it you know, form fits around your face and can actually block things out. Unless you have an N95 mask, you've scheduled an appointment, gone in and actually had it professionally fitted to your face. Everything, every bit of face diapering that you put on, every face diaper that you've put on your face does not work at all against coronavirus. It doesn't matter that Mitch McConnell came out and said for everybody to wear them. The governor of of North Carolina has come out and told everybody to wear them. It doesn't matter. It doesn't work. They don't work at all. Coronavirus is way too small for any mask to work outside of an N95 mask professionally fitted to your face. Otherwise, you're wasting your time. I was coming home last night from the stand in Tampa, and I want to encourage everybody that's going on right now. The stand in Tampa is done by the River Church. Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, Jonathan Shuttlesworth has also been there a lot. I encourage everybody to go to the stand. Listen, it's not about, you know, people put out, you know, negative things about this pastor, that pastor, this speaker, that speaker. It's not about that. What about what the stand is about is taking a stand for the churches that have been forcibly closed down, not the wimpy ones in America that have just acquiesced to the government and said, you know what, whatever it is that you want, I can't grab my ankles fast enough to do it for you. Not to, it's for those around the world that want to reopen that are not allowed to reopen. There are actually churches that right they're outlawed, right? Absolutely outlawed. You couldn't, you can't reopen. Should pastors go ahead and take a chance and get arrested and reopen them? Yes, they should. But what the stand is about is standing until our country and this world has reopened. First of all, the church. That's what the stand is all about. I encourage you. It's going on seven days a week. 5.30 in the afternoon, two services on Sunday, one in the morning, one at night. All the night services are at 5.30. They're about, I think, to start changing them to 6.30, so pay close attention. I go up there at least once a week. I've been there, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 times already. But anyway, get up there. Join with your brother. Don't worry about agreeing with every last theological point that somebody says. I see that come out on here. I'm like, nobody agrees on every last theological point. But get up there and stand with your brothers and sisters in Christ. Our, our country is in big trouble right now. If you don't get that, you've buried your head in the sand. The church is in more trouble than the country is. Because the church showed absolutely no gumption, absolutely no courage, absolutely no guts whatsoever when COVID came out. Not one little bit. All of it's a lie. 
Social dis- the need to social distance, lie. The need to lock down, lie. The need to quarantine, lie. The only thing that makes any sense at all, which, w- which would be the correct thing to do, is to protect the most vulnerable among us. And that's the nursing homes. F- up to 50 to some odd percent, it's a minimum of 43%, probably up close to 60% of all COVID-19 deaths have occurred inside of nursing homes. That's, that's nationwide, nationwide. Right here in Florida, those that have died of COVID-19 that are over the age of 85 outnumber all other age groups that have died of COVID combined, combined. So zero to 85, all of those in the state of Florida, we have about 3,000 COVID-19 deaths. So from zero to 85, all of those deaths don't add up to those that have died over the age of 85. So who's the most vulnerable? Everybody's worried right now about, oh my gosh, these tests, there's so many more testing positive. Well, of course, when you're testing 500,000 people a week now for COVID-19, you think that maybe the positive test results will go up? People are like, well, the percentage of positives is going up. Well, yeah, in some places it will. If, you, if you've had people locked down and diminished their immune systems for the last three months, they're going to be more vulnerable for one thing, which everybody, all, anybody with a brain was putting that out, only ignored by, Bur- by Burks and Fauci and people of their ilk and numerous Republican and Democratic politicians were all ignoring herd immunity. So now they're shocked. Oh my gosh, look, the test results are going up. Well, of course they're going up. First of all, they're mainly going up for one reason. It's because they're testing a lot more people. That's really it. And the alleged hot spots, South Florida, Houston, Texas, we'll get deep into Houston in just a couple minutes. And those alleged hot spots where they're saying the percentage of positives are going up. Well, what's the average age? What's the average age? Anybody know it? Before you strap the mask back on, which is what I was going to tell you earlier, this is what I was going to say. I was coming home from the stand last night, and I stopped at racetrack to do my rudimentary fuel up, which has to do with my car and me. Fueling up me is two Krispy Kreme donuts and and a large Slurpee. That's fueling me up. And then I fueled my car up, but I looked all the way around the parking lot, and every single person was wearing a mask. Last time I was there, a couple weeks ago, I think maybe one out of 10 were wearing a mask. So here we go again. Everybody's just bought 100% right back in to the lies. Everybody's bought right back into the lies. Well, what about the percentage of cases that are going up? Well, what's the average age? Remember now, tests, there's all these positive test results, right? All these cases, we have an uptick, a hot zone, outbreak of COVID, right? I know you, you've heard all these things. Well, what's the average age of people that are testing positive for COVID? 33 to 37. What's their chances of dying of COVID? Zero. Statistically, zero. Unless they have a comorbidity, a pre-existing condition. Their chances of dying are zero. The average age of death in America is 75 years old. The average age. Now, to get to 75, think about what the numbers would have to be. But let me just say one more time. Everybody's big on these ma- on masks. Another just bold-faced lie. There's never a need to wear a mask either unless you have a comorbidity, which you see people during flu seasons with comorbidities wearing masks around. That makes sense. If you're going to die if you catch the flu, then that's the same as 
COVID. If you're going to die by catching COVID, if you're, the only way to die of catch, from COVID is if you have a pre-existing condition. Statistically, there's always an anomaly, but on the whole, that is the way that it is. 99.9% survival rate overall, 0.1% post-infection death rate. About 50 to 60,000 people worldwide right now have a serious to critical case of COVID out of 8 billion people. Get that now. Pandemic, pandemic. No, there's no pandemic. There's no pandemic. 8 billion people live on planet Earth and between 50 and 60,000 have a serious to critical COVID-19 COVID-19 case right now. That's a fact. That's that's from Worldometer, which is funded by the UN and the World Health Organization. Even they can't uh, put out uh, any more dishonest numbers than they do. But even they couldn't make a more you know make it more of a pandemic than that because they just don't have the bodies. They can't put out enough fraud. There's just not enough way to prove it. So that's where we're really at. Masks do nothing. Masks are the hottest thing right now, so you have to address it. Believe me, you might be thinking, Tom, can't we ever talk about anything else? I would love to get into General Flynn, what's going on with that, Russiagate, you know, all the various investigations, deeper into the Democratic Party, the Democratic Party. I would love to get more into that than I do, but I can't because... What keeps happening is every time we think that we're past this COVID thing, they're using it again to control you. They're using it to control the upcoming election. That's what this is all about, is to unseat a duly elected president. Sadly, President Trump bought into some of this with his, with it, with his adherence to the advice of Burks and Fauci. He never should have listened to, any, to anything those two goofballs ever told him because they got it from Neil Ferguson over in Great Britain, who's never been right about one thing ever. But he did. But, and he's hurt himself. He's still going to win the election. I'm voting Trump. That's the way that it is. He's pro-life. He, he's pro a lot of things that I'm pro. I love the guy, but he messed up the COVID response big time. He allowed the governors to run wild. These little totalitarian, tyrannical, draconian governors all over. The Whitmers. The Cuomos, the Inslees, the Newsoms, the Wolfs, all of those, all over the place. He let them run wild and, and put our country now. By the end of this year, we're staring at $30 trillion in debt. We're $26 trillion right now. I hope we don't get to $30 trillion, but we probably will. But that's where we're at right now. It's all a bunch of lies. Remember this throughout the podcast tonight. It's all the same lie wrapped up in different gift wrapping paper that's all that it is the same lie wrapped up in a different box it's the same lie though and what is the lie very low death percentage lied about and said that it's a very high death percentage and that you need to take necessary precautions that's covid and that's systemic racism in law enforcement too george floyd very rare death Listen, everybody needs to be dealt with. Everybody was arrested when it comes to George Floyd, right? But the odds of that happening are very minuscule. In 2019, only nine unarmed African-American males were killed by law enforcement. Nine out of 43 million African-American citizens. Nine. One woman. That's it. So nine unarmed African-American males 
were killed by law enforcement in 2019. One African-American female. That's 10 out of 43 million United States citizens that are black. 19 unarmed white men were killed by law enforcement in 2019. Those are the facts. But what you do is take a very minuscule death rate, propagate it out to the world, propagandize it out to the world that it's a high death chance. You Any minute now, law enforcement's going to come. If you're an unarmed, unarmed black man, at any moment, law enforcement's going to pull you over, drag you to the ground, and kill you. That happened nine times last year. Nine times. I wonder how many there's been this year. It happened nine total times last year, but it's told to everybody that it's systemic racism in law enforcement. Same exact lie, different box, different gift wrapping paper. That's all that it is. There is no need for police reform. Oh, how how dare you say that? Because it's true. Well, based on what statistics? Tell me, please. There'll be somebody that puts on here any minute now. Somebody will put on there. You know, something, somebody, I saw somebody put a picture on last time that they kill our fathers. You know, there's people who talk about the, how the black family is falling apart because there's no father. Somebody put a pic on here that said that's because they kill our fathers. Nine a year, nine a year. And out of those nine, seven of them were justified killings. Two of them, the police were arrested. I don't know what the stats were for the white people that were killed, but Regardless, why does there need to be police reform? It doesn't mean that I'm saying that individual cases don't need to be dealt with. Everything needs to be dealt with case by case. But you're selling the country a lie if you're saying that there's systemic racism in law enforcement. It's not there. Please, please, please pull up the 2018 FBI UCR statistics. The 2019 weren't out all the way yet. Last time I checked, some of them are out. Pull them up and see if we need to have countrywide police reform. We don't. And that's where another thing Trump flubbed up. Again, everybody gets on here and they're worried about this with Trump. They're like, Tom, you, you know, Trump's great. And Trump, you know, vote for Trump. I'm voting for Trump, but I'm honest about everything. He's flubbed it up. He put out an executive order for police reform. He's wrong. He's wrong. There's no need for it. How many people are killed by chokeholds by the police? Remember, if it's, it's the same lie. Very low death percentage. Packaged as a high death percentage. Sold to the world by the Democratic Party. That's all. To usher in their socialist agenda. Let me ask you this question. Then we'll get starting to hit some videos and commentary here. Who has more? I ended. I, I added one to my list here, so I'm reading the whole list again. It only take a second. Who has more in common with Hitler and Stalin, conservatives or the Democratic Party? Which ones? Who who's focused on race? I don't hear Republicans focused on race. You say, well, there's racist Republicans. There's racist Democrats. Democrats form the KKK. Who's tearing down statues? The Tea Party. Where, where are the Republicans tearing down statues? Please name it. Please, go, ahead, go ahead, name it. Send them to me, right? Go ahead, send them to me. Name one statue that's been torn down by a conservative group. Of anybody. Name it, please. Send it to me. Who's tearing down statues? Democratic Party. Who's burning books? Democratic Party. 
Who's demanding that people kneel? Democratic Party. I just, I just read the Eskimo pies now are gone. You're not allowed to say Eskimo pie anymore. Gone. Aunt Jemima, gone. Gone with the wind, gone. Uncle Ben's wild rice, gone. What do you see the other list we have? Who's demanding people kneel? Democrats. Name the Republicans. Name one time. Name one time in the history of your existence that you've ever seen Republicans demand people kneel before them. Name it, please. Oh, you're just defending. Listen, I don't look at the Republican Party as the solution. I look at Jesus Christ and the church leading the way as the solution. The body of Christ leading the way. That's what I look at as the solution. But most of the churches are closed or in the midst of their reopening phase one, phase two, phase three. Make sure that you make your reservation. So you're allowed to walk into the church that you actually fund. Do Do you read any of these reopening plans? Now, we're having a meeting this week, and we've decided to extend phase one for another month. We've gotten together with the brain trust of our church, and we're going to do phase one for another month and a half. What for? Well, there's been, you know, we have a new outbreak. New outbreak. is There's no new outbreak. There's just a lot more testing. And the people who are catching it are all young. And guess why else there's been an outbreak? I don't even like to use their terminology. Because of all the protests. L.A. County, I'll read it to you later. L.A. County just had to admit it. Who's using violence? Who's more like Stalin and Hitler? Democrats or Republicans? Democrats or conservatives? Who's using violence? Name it. Please name the violent Tea Party rally. Name the violent Republican rally. You had armed, you had guys that were armed in the capital of Minneapolis. I mean, the capital of Michigan, Dearborn. They're armed because you're allowed, at last I heard, you're allowed to go into Dearborn, Michigan with your rifle. And of course, Gretchen Whitmer was all flummoxed about it. But nobody did one thing wrong. Not one thing. All the violence in Michigan is done by who? Black Lives Matter and Antifa who are funded and fund the Democratic Party. Who wants socialism? Was Stalin a socialist? Uh, yeah. Hitler, Nazi Party, National Socialist Party. I mean, how is this? I just wonder with all these things, this pure logic, pure logic, mask cut off 20% of your oxygen. Don't filter out coronavirus. So why are you wearing one? Who's more like Hitler and Stalin? I see people saying about Trump all the time that he's Hitler. How? Name it. How? Who does he want socialism? Oh, no, that's the Democratic Party. They're the ones who want socialism. That's Stalin and Hitler, not the Republican Party. And listen to the Republican Party, while the Democratic Party is demonic and corrupt, baby-butchering hacks, the the Republican Party are cowards, except for a few. Jim Jordan, Devin Nunez, John Ratcliffe, I can name others off, uh, but there's, there's several others, but I can't remember all their names right now. So who wants socialism? Democrats. They're the ones, the Democrats want it. Here's the last one. Who encourages snitching? Name one time. Name one Republican governor who's put out a snitch line about COVID. Name one. So those are the the Democratic governors are the ones and the Democratic presidential nominees are the ones who closely emulate Hitler and Stalin. You can't name one Republican that's done any of these things. 
If anything, Republicans are scared to death to even mention race. Because if they do, they'll be front page the next day at the Washington Post being called a racist. You can't say one thing. They've mischaracterized now for three years what Trump said about Charlottesville. He never said there was good people on both sides of white supremacists and people who are marching for black, black, black rights. He, didn't, he never said that. He said there was, both, there was good people on both sides of the tearing down monument debate. It's right there, but nobody will check it. Again, it's just simple logic. Simple logic. Who's more like a Stalinist? Who's more like Hitler? Easy. Democratic Party. Simple logic. Masks don't work. They cut off 20% of your oxygen, and they don't filter out coronavirus. So why are you wearing it? Unless it's an N95 mask, name why you're wearing it. There's simple logic. We've, we've lost it in this country. We've lost it. It's the verse that's stuck in my mind now. Absolutely stuck in my mind. John, John chapter 8, verse 45. Jesus said, because I tell you the truth, you don't believe me. What's there to argue with here? There's nothing to argue with. Do you know that Roe v. Wade, that abortion is legal in our country because of lies? Are you aware of that? That we butcher between one and two million, million babies a year in this country are slaughtered in the womb? Some of you Christians out there, you know, I just choose not to be on the side of any politics. You're a coward. That's what you are. Don't, please don't, please Christians, don't broad brush paint your cowardice with the words love empathy and compassion you're just afraid to speak what's true that's all that you are you're a coward you're afraid to say what's true abortion was founded in our country by six lies six lies same thing and notice again same box i mean same lie different box that's all that it is every time let me read them to you Jane Roe of Roe v. Wade, actually her real name is Norma McCorvey, she lied and said she was raped. So the whole time you're in a court case where you're deciding whether to kill people by the millions, think of the millions since Roe v. Wade. Let's see, where are we at? Like 46, 40-something years? So you're a minimum of 50 million people are dead because of Roe v. Wade. You can run from that all you want. It's God knows. There's 50 million that he, before he formed them in the woman's womb, he knew them. There's 50 million dead. They're dead. Pulled piece by bloody piece out of a woman's womb. All for lies. Same lie. Very low percentage of death. Propagated as a high percentage of death. Sold to America and all the goofballs who don't study to show themselves approved, don't inform themselves, the low-information voters, the low-information mouthpieces, people who just don't care about having low information, buy into it. And that's why we've had 50 million unborn, unborn kids murdered in the womb. 50 million minimum. That's 1 million a year. Six, here's the second lie. So Jane Roe was never raped. Norma McCorvey was never raped, but she lied and said that she was. 
Number two, that 60% of Americans wanted to legalize abortion. That's the, that was their propaganda machine. It was nowhere near 60% of America wanted abortion. That was a bold-faced lie. Number three, one million illegal abortions had taken place in the United States. Here it is again, very low numbers, said to be high numbers. What was the real number? Less than 100,000. They said at that time, one million Illegal abortions were being performed in the United States. It was actually less than 100,000. Another lie, but used to sell it to America and all the simpletons out there buy right into it. The sheeple buy right into this stuff. And the, the weak, allegedly compassionate, empathetic Christians, well, I don't want to condemn anybody. Condemn anybody? You speak the truth to them. That's what you're supposed to do is speak the truth in love. That's what causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. You have to start with truth. You're not loving anybody by avoiding the truth. Lie number four, 10,000 women died per year from illegal abortions. What was the number? 300. Again, see? Same exact gift in a different box. Same exact lie, just dressed up a little bit different. Very low percentage of harm, very low percentage of death, packaged as a high percentage of harm, a high percentage of death, which, was abs- which is an absolute lie. Same with George Floyd, same with coronavirus, same with abortion. How do you not see this, Christians? Remember, I'm talking to Christians, conservatives, and anybody else who listen in that order. How do you not see this? How do you not just repent and say, I never should have quarantined. I never should have quarantined a a social distance. You should take your mask and just go like this right now. Pull it off. The simple logic. These are all the same lies. It's not even the same lies. It's the same lie packaged to you over and over again you bought in pastor you closed your church you shouldn't have done it trump bought in too number five lie that caused us to have abortion legal abortion would be safe there are still countless women damaged physically not to mention emotionally and spiritually and mentally But there are many women physically damaged every year and die from abortions. Number six, that the fetus is not a human being. Again, simple logic. What else could it be? A guppy? What what else could it be? A butterfly? Well, it's not really a person. What else could it be? See, these things are all logical. Who who is more like Hitler Hitler and Stalin? If you're a socialist, that would be you, dum-dum. Six lies of abortion. It's just, it's logical. It's all lies. It never should have happened. 0.1% post-infection death rate and we shut down a $20 trillion economy? All lies. There is no such thing as a safe reopening because you never should be talking like that. You should just reopen. There's no need to safely reopen. You will get, when it comes to a virus, Outside of binding and loosing, which is what the the body of Christ should be doing. But when it comes to a virus, you will go from A to B. You can try to slow it down all you want. The best thing you can do is expose everybody, let everybody get their herd immunity and move on in life. 
and protect your most vulnerable, which we drastically failed. I went one job, and that was just absolutely blown up by Gretchen Whitmer, by uh, I always get Chris Cuomo and Andrew Cuomo mi- mixed up. By Andrew Cuomo, Governor Wolf of Pennsylvania, they cost the lives of thousands of people. Thousands of people. By shipping coronavirus patients into their nursing homes. So where are we at today? Look at this. From Oregon. Oregon County issues face mask order. You heard this on the last one, but I got additional information brought to us by the Hodge twins in just a second. Oregon County issues face mask order that exempts non-white people. Lincoln County, Oregon has has exempted non-white people from a new order requiring that face coverings be worn in public to prevent racial profiling. Health officials announced last week residents must wear face coverings in public settings where they may come within six feet of another individual who is not from the same household. This is going on all over America now, all over the exact same verbiage, state to state to state. You got Oregon, North Carolina, probably many others, but it's the same exact verbiage every time. Requiring residents must wear face coverings in public settings where they may come within six feet of another individual who is not from the same household. But people of color do not have to follow the new rule if they have heightened concerns about racial profiling and harassment over wearing the mask, officials said. said. Run that video for me. COVID. I'm going to call it COVID. I'm going to call it the Chinese virus. You know why we call it Chinese virus? Because it's from China. (laughs) (laughs) Well, y'all see there's like a lot of new cases in some areas of the country. Blowing up, man. Yeah, in some areas of the country, they require masks. Like here in Nevada, yeah. the governor, yeah. the Democrat, <laughs> he said, hey, everybody now, you go outside, you better have a damn mask on. Yeah. And in Lincoln, Oregon, they're doing the same thing, but they took it a step farther. Yeah, because they woke. They're trying to do what's right. <laughs> so they think, right? But they would require people to have masks on. Yeah. But... Sounds good, right? Sounds good. They're trying to protect the public. That's all they're doing. Wear a mask so you won't get the Chinese virus, <laughs> right? They only require whites to wear a mask. The reason why they say this is black people don't have to wear it because they're going to be racially profiled. Profiled. So it tells me, I guess, the white people there, when they see a black person, they don't see somebody that's trying to protect themselves from they, COVID. They see a COVID. damn rapist, a damn robber, <laughs> a kidnapper, or maybe they're just going to do something evil. Yeah. They, but when they see a white person wearing a mask, oh, it's, they're just trying is, to protect themselves from the Chinese virus. <laughs> Man, this is insane. Just so you know, this area for the, like the, yeah. past, the last election, yeah. it went for Hillary. And for like the last 15, 20 of course, years, this, what a this county yeah. has went Democrat. So, it's Democrats. Yeah. Jim Crow all over again, but in reverse. <laughs> what? They, I mean, be honest. Everybody, they showing their real racism. This is how actual liberals think of Listen close to this now, blacks. right here. Listen close. Yeah. They don't see when a black man walks in with a protective covering over their nose and mouth, they don't see a man trying to protect himself from the Chinese virus. They see a man that's going to take advantage of the situation, <laughs> and he's going to take your purse. <laughs> that's what they see. I can't believe elected officials in this county passed it. Thought this was a great idea. Yeah, imagine if this happened in a conservative county, a conservative area. Imagine if Trump would have came on the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And said, "Hey, everybody need to put on a mask, but black people uh, uh, yeah. don't do it." 
yeah. you're going to get discriminated. <laughs> Who would that be telling you? <laughs> that what these white people are scared of you. They don't even care. They're trying to say they don't want you to get discriminated. They don't even care if you catch COVID. <laughs> anyway. Bring it back to me. So there you have it. That's what it really is. That's your modern Democratic Party right there. They're actually the racist. They're the ones. Listen, you need to remember. They're the ones that are the racist. The, the Democratic Party is actually, if you look back in history, I did this all on Thursday, so I won't do it again. But if you look back in history, the racists are the Democratic Party. Nothing has really changed. They just mask it, no pun it, well, pun intended. I mean, you put out a law. Think about how demeaning this is to the black population. Anybody, anybody in the black population is actually thinking correctly. This is very demeaning to you that they actually say, you know what? Everybody needs to wear a mask, but because you may feel like you're being shamed or you're being, you know, uh, racially profiled for wearing a mask, why, why would they think that about you and not white people? There's, white people commit crimes with masks on too. I mean, do, you, do you ever, th again, this is all simple logic. Why, on, why in the world would you exempt black people from wearing a mask because they're afraid they're going to be racially profiled? You're already institutionalizing racism with that comment. It's as simple as that because you're assuming that that's how they would feel based on your own biases and prejudices. That's all that it is. Every single time, just like that. That is where we're at right now. Dinesh D'Souza put out this pic. You can put it up there for me. Fascists love to make people take a knee. It's a gesture of humiliation and forced subornation. The photograph was taken in Vienna when? 1938. Back to me. That's the way that it is. Anybody, whoever it is, that's making somebody take a knee. I mean, I, I wish, I, maybe I should have put some of the videos I've already played back up because it truly is unreal. Put, put up the Black Lives Matter picture. Here's the Black Lives Matter symbol. Right there. Now put up the next one. Here, here's the Soviet Union symbol. Back with, back with Black Lives Matter. Back with the other one. Back to the other one. Back to the other one. There you go. You see any difference? That's what you have. Black Lives Matter. The two founding members of the two women that founded Black Lives Matter are both Marxists. That's who they are. That, that, that is who founded this whole thing so is, is it really about the life of a black man or a black woman or is it about ushering in socialism is it all about wearing a mask or is it about control is it about marking you as controlled Ooh, let's see who's controlled is it the crazy pastor with the gray long beard no he doesn't have a mask on easy to tell are they marking me or marking you i don't know I can tell you right now, I stood out a lot at the racetrack last night because I was the only one there outside of my own family who didn't have a mask on. Only one. All employees, all those coming in for gas, all those in the store, every goofy person had a mask on last night. And again, masks deprivate you from getting oxygen by 20% and don't keep out the coronavirus unless it's an N95 mask. So what are you doing with a USA bandana around your face? It does nothing ever. 
It just causes you to subordinate yourself to the state. No, thank you. Tom, are you willing to take a pinch for this? Absolutely. How about you? I'm not wearing a mask. Now, again, I want to say this to you. If you're standing out, if you're standing outside a store, if you're going to get a new pair of glasses, because this happened to a friend of mine, and you can't get your new pair of glasses unless they take your temperature and jam a face diaper on your face, then do what you got to do to get your glasses. It's private property. But when, when, it's, when it's up to you, when you're walking around, listen, I'm seeing everybody right now, and I know everybody's talking about this. What are you doing driving around alone in your car with a face mask on? With your oxygen diaper on? What are you doing driving around like that under a, under a state of oxygen deprivation? You're, you're missing 20% of the oxygen that's supposed to be going into your lungs while you're driving? Why? Who, who's, whose coronavirus are you allegedly preventing yourself from sucking in? Again, simple logic. What happened to logic in this country? What happened to it? Where, where, what, what happened? 0.1% death rate? What, what happened? Do you remember when we didn't care about the flu season? Do you remember? That's all this is. That's the truth. You're not allowed to say that. I'll say whatever I want. If that means I go to jail, then I'll go to jail. If that means they take me down from social media, which is probably going to happen to all of us anyway, then I'm going to parlor, by the way. P-A-R-L-E-R, P-A-R-L-E-R, parlor. It's the only free site out there right now. Let me read you this one. So now the, the anarchists, this is from Todd Starnes, now the anarchists want to delete the star-spangled banner. There is never an end the insanity, that's the title of this podcast. The insanity never comes to an end. It never ends. Now they're coming after the star-spangled banner. From Todd Starnes, a generation of American young people have been radicalized in our public schools. They have been brainwashed to believe that America is evil, that our founding fathers were racist, that people should be judged by the color of their skin. You're a racist however you judge somebody by the color of their skin. If you're judging a white man according to, his co to the color of his skin, you're a racist. If you judge a black man according to his skin, you're a racist. Simple as that. Asian, Hispanic, you're, if you judge anybody by skin color on any level. It, if, you, if you actually have slots in schools according to race, you're a racist. Equal opportunity, you know, all those, you know, all the different things that you have to hire this many black people, this many Hispanic people, that's all racism. It's all racism. Everybody should be judged by the content of their character and by their performance. Not, not Joe Biden. Well, I'm going to pick a woman to be my vice presidential candidate. Why? That's sexism. It should be the best person. If it happens to be a woman, great. In the NFL, where you have to, you have to interview at least a certain amount, I don't know, two, whatever it is, black candidates for every head coaching position, the Rooney rule is racist. It's racist to do that. Either way, racist against white is racist. Racist against black is racist. I know everybody's afraid to say it. I don't care. I'll say it. I will say the things that need to be said. Christians, you might want to consider doing the same thing. Say what needs to be said. 
Make no mistake, Todd Starnes continues, we are at war against an army of fascists, secularists, socialists, and Marxists. They want to destroy our nation. Remember, we're talking about people who want to delete the Star Spangled Banner. Now they are targeting the national anthem. Lindsey Parker, the editor of Yahoo Music, wrote, the editor of Yahoo Music, wrote a column titled, Why It Might Be Time to Finally Replace the Star Spangled Banner with a New National Anthem. A new national anthem? Over my bloody corpse. She interviewed activist Kevin Powell and suggested that Francis Scott Key was a racist. Yeah, they tore his statue down already. He wasn't a racist. And the song he wrote was wrote is riddled with violence. Uh duh, yeah. It's called warfare, dummy. So if the Star Spangled Banner goes the way of the Confederate flag and gone with the wind, what should America's new national anthem be? Whatever it is, Walker says, there should be a, for- be a formal vetting process to make sure the next anthem doesn't have a terrible past. Ours doesn't have a terrible past. See? Lies. Every single time. Lies used to propagate, to promote socialism. That's what it's all about. A checkered, ter- a terrible past? Powell, for his part, suggests John Lennon's Imagine, which he says is the most beautiful, unifying, all people, all backgrounds together kind of song you could have, she wrote. Ironically, John Lennon himself described Imagine as a communist manu- manifesto. Hello! Simple logic. Packaging propaganda based in lies, just like Joseph Goebbels, again, just like a Hitler follower, packaging lies as truth to sell an agenda. That's all that it is for the Christian. This is all about greasing the skids. If you're a Bible believer, every single thing, every single statue you see torn down, every mask you see on, Every bit of social distancing legislation you see, every vaccination, uh, every bit of vaccination literature that gets put out, every vaccination hope that gets put out is all greasing the skids for the mark of the beast. That's all that this is. You won't, you may not believe it, but saying that there's systemic racism in law enforcement is to get rid of local cops. So that it'll be a national, national police force, maybe even a UN police force. That's what this is all about. That could never happen. It's already happening. Church, stand up and speak the truth. Well, I'm a pastor. I don't really get involved in political issues. Really? Are you sure? It is for freedom that Jesus came. It is for freedom that Jesus set us free. Stand firm then. And do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. It's not your job, Christian church, to stand up for freedom. I love the pastors who say things like that. And I just wonder. I wonder then. So if somebody comes to your house and says, you know what, I'm a Marxist. I believe that you and I co-own your car. I'm taking it. And I believe also that I co-own your house. So I'm moving in to your daughter's bedroom. Are you going to stand up for the Constitution then, pastor? Or is it still not your fight? A semi-professional, I told you it's already happened, listen. A semi-professional soccer team in Oklahoma announced they were dropping the anthem in favor of Woody Guthrie's, the land, this land is your land. 
So they're all going to be out there singing, this land is your land, this land is my land, which again is a socialist manifesto. It's an interesting decision, Todd Starnes writes, because Woody Guthrie was reportedly a, vo a vocal supporter of communism. That's who wrote the song, This Land is Your Land. A vocal supporter of communism. This is where we are already at. St. Louis, city treasurer, smears local Christians from the Gateway Pundit for holding prayer protests at St. Louis statue. Labels Christian St. Lucians, I don't know what that really means, KKK, so Christians, she's labeling people who want to save the St. Louis Trophy, KKK members, for wanting to save a statue of the Catholic saint. Put the pick up for me, would you please? There it is, right there. What a horrible atrocity. What an atrocity to America, right? What, is, what a symbol of hatred and racism. That must come down. Get it? Why don't you try a job? Try a job instead of showing up there to pull down a monument, you dummies. The prayer rally is planned. It's planned for today. And I've got lit breaking news on it from today, too. I'll show you some pics from it or some videos from it today. The prayer rally was planned for noon today. The, the prayer used by St. Louis of France. If you're Catholic, they're praying, praying the rosary. Christian or ally, we urge you to join us. That's what they put out. We have a Christian lead. We have a Christian they will have a Christian lead us in prayer. We plan the rally because there is currently a petition by local leftist and radical Umar Lee to remove this beautiful landmark in St. Louis. Umar Lee claimed in his announcement that we are white nationalists and Trump supporters. Update. On Friday, St. Louis City Treasurer Tashara Jones posted several tweets att attacking Mayor Crusom and labeling local Christians KKK for holding a prayer rally to save the St. Louis statue in Forest Park. So if you want to save a statue, you are now a member of the Ku Klux Klan, according to an elected official. Marxists, here's the update, Marxists show up to Christian prayer rally at St. Louis statue, demand removal of statue of Catholic, of Catholic saint. Marxist protesters showed up to the prayer rally on Saturday, Saturday stating or shouting, take it down, take it down. Play the first video for me. All right, bring it back to me. So there they are. I have two, bit, I have two little bits of advice for several people. For some of them, please mix in a salad every now and then. Second thing is, Get a job. Find something in your life to do. Find something that actually fulfills you on the inside. So solid job. Play the second one for me. So we were here, we have Catholics out there praying, trying to keep their statue up. You can bring it back to me. Now this next video I want to show you, I'm just going to kind of put a little bit of a, a foreword on it. It's the perfect summation of the lie that's being told to America. And I'll explain that right after we watch this, show them that video. Same statue, same convictions. place. She showed up here to protect something. She's not wanting to learn or be educated about the history. She's fine. She just told me, I asked her politely, why isn't she wearing a mask? Why isn't she wearing a mask? 
She said she doesn't believe in a fake pandemic. That's fake pandemic. That's true. I don't know if you could hear the guy that walks in. He goes, how many people were killed by abortion? He names the protester there who's, by the way, spitting through his megaphone there. His mask is off. He's spitting through the megaphone. Nobody's social distancing. The, I don't know what that woman is, the Dutch woman (laughs) behind with whatever she's got on her head. I don't know if she's got a, a head diaper and a face diaper on, but whatever. So she points out there's a guy walking up to him. The guy says, what about all those that are killed by abortion every year? Which, by the way, is between one and two million every year in the United States. Allegedly, according to the illustrious, infallible Robert Redfield-run CDC, there's 120,000 COVID deaths. There's not. Minimum, cut that in half. Minimum, by all the fraudulent death certificates that have been filled out all throughout this country, which you never need to do when you have a real pandemic. But anyway, the guy walks up and says, what about the 1.2 million babies that are aborted every year? The woman puts her hand, no, 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 no. Yeah, of course. Logic, once again. You're talking about 120,000 people, allegedly, that died of the Wuhan virus, but you don't want to talk about the 1 to 2 million babies butchered in the womb. You don't want to talk about that. Again, simple logic. You got this guy out there. He's talking. This woman doesn't want to be educated. She doesn't want to know the truth. Do you see how they're linked? He's there to protest a statue, but what is he talking about? He's talking about the Wuhan virus. And a lot of people, let me start with the Christians, you think that it's two separate things. It's not. It's all lies. It's packaged for you. If Wuhan didn't work for you, now they're going to try systemic racism. That's what they're going to do every time. It's, It's the same lie. It's the same lie that allowed abortion to become the law of the land. It's all lies every time. Do you see the guy? He's there at a statue to to protest or to pull down a statue, and he's talking about the Wuhan virus. It's all the same. These people are all the same. Christian, where do you stand? Conservative, where do you stand? You know where you should stand? Stop saying things like there's an outbreak. Stop saying things like we can reopen safely. So Governor Abbott is talking like that in Texas. Stop it. Mike Pence is talking like that. Stop it. All you're doing is buying into a lie. What you should say over and over again is open now. Open what now? Open everything now. Mass gatherings? Yes. Now. I'll get, if I have time, I'll get into it later. But that's exactly what Sweden did. So Sweden has less deaths than most countries. Everybody throws Finland and Denmark in their face. But they whooped England, whooped France, whooped Spain, whooped us, and they locked down nothing. Nothing, with the exception of the one group, right? People in nursing homes, which we didn't even bother doing. 
Andrew Cuomo is responsible for between five and 15,000 COVID deaths in nursing homes, guaranteed. It's already up to 5,400 confirmed. I guarantee you it's two or three times that many. For sure. But you see it right there in a single protester as he sputates all over everybody with his megaphone. There's a person standing right next to him with no mask talking about tearing down a statue but advocating for COVID because it's all the same lie. Well, Tom, I believe, you know, that it was, you know, that, you know, at the beginning we should have taken precautions and we're, you know, there was never a reason for any of this with the exception of the elderly among us. There was never any stats that said that we should never. Well, no, if, if I admit that I'm wrong, then that means that I'm going to look stupid. That's correct. Who hasn't? I've looked stupid a lot in my life. How about you? How about everybody watching? You ever look stupid in your life? I've looked stupid. What do you do? Maintenance the stupidity or repent of it. Get rid of it. You don't just keep maintenancing it. Well, I think it was wise that we quarantined. Based on what, soccer mom? Based on what? Based on what number? Tell me why it is. Give me the numbers that explain you making your children slaves to fear for the rest of their life because you quarantined them for three months. Based on what numbers, super mom? Name it. Send them to me. Right here, send them to me. Somebody actually sends me statistics, I'll read it. So right now, we're talking about these outbreaks, right? These huge outbreaks of corona, these hot zones. Even uh, Mike Pence, who I'm losing a lot of respect for, Still voting for him, everybody. Don't, don't worry. He's saying, I'm going to fly to hot zones. There are no hot zones. And even if you do catch corona, what's going to happen to you? I want you to think of all the national figures, shall we? Let's think of all the national figures that have caught. Remember Tommy Hanks and his wife? Oh, my gosh, pray for them. They caught COVID. How are they doing? Sean Payton, head coach of, of uh, the New Orleans Saints, he caught it. Chris Cuomo caught it. George Papadopoulos caught it. Caught it. Where are the bodies? Given 99.9% survival rate. Hot zone? Even if it is a hot zone, who cares? Tom, you just can't say that. People die. People die all the time. Listen, I don't like it any more than anybody. I don't like it any more than anybody else. But I can tell you that we've had the exact same amount of deaths this year as last year up to June 1st of this year. Statistically, the exact same amount in less than 2017. We've had less deaths this year than 2017. 80,000 people died of the flu in 2017. And we've had less total deaths in our country this year than 2017. So where's your pandemic? No, there is no pandemic. There's a PL plan-demic to remove Trump and usher in a new world order, to usher in the mark of the beast, to usher in mass vaccinations through digital tattoos. That is what's going on. You're like, Tom, well, what are we going to do about it anyway? I'll read your Bible, James chapter 4, verse 7. Resist the devil, which means in the Greek, to actually fight against, to actively fight against the devil. Actively fight against is what resist means in the Greek. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. We can push back the judgment of God and win the lost. 
That's what you're supposed to be doing. Not submitting to tyranny and preventing people from getting saved. Church. Let's look at one of these hot zones. Houston, Texas, right? Man, oh man. What's going on with Texas? They're barely red anymore. How many people live in Texas? Let me just throw this. I mean, live in Houston, Texas. 2,340,800. 2 million. It's a huge city. Huge. I think it's like the fourth largest city or something like that in the country. I can't remember. 2,340,000 people live there. How many coronavirus patients do they have? This is in their hot zone. By the way, this is from when? Today. Uh, today. How many coronavirus patients they have? I'm, just, I'm, I'm purposely letting it sit out there for you for a minute. How many coronavirus patients do you think? Out of almost 2.5 million people, how many coronavirus patients do you think they got? And you don't think this is all a lie. They have 1,300. Whoops! The sky is falling! Hot zone! Outbreak! Second wave! 1,300 people? Out of 2.5 million 2.4 million people, 1,300. This is, again, same lie again. Very low percentage of death. Very low percentage of harm. Propagated as a huge chance of dying or harm. 1,300 out of 2.4 million? Simple logic. Where is everybody? I know I got my brothers and my sisters watching right now. And I want to remind you guys, and my guys will tell me, like and share this, get this out. Maybe we'll win some more. Where's the logic? What happened? It's simple logic. You have 2.4 million people, 1,300 cases, and it's a hot zone? How's it a hot zone? How? The death rate hasn't gone up at all. How's it a hot zone? Why am I talking like this? I don't know. My voice gets high, I guess. ICUs, here's the facts. I got this from Dan Crenshaw, Congressman Dan Crenshaw from the state of Texas, who I love. ICUs are mostly filled because you keep hearing, right? ICUs are filled. ICUs are filled. You're hearing it everywhere, right? Filled with what? Well, what happened is since we've had our safe reopening, well, they're doing a lot more surgeries now. So ICUs are filled with normal patients. Here it is. ICUs from Dan Crenshaw from the state of Texas. ICUs are mostly filled with non-corona patients. But that's what they, ever, they, again, just another lie that everybody buys into. The ICUs are filled. The IC, they're always filled. They're always filled. They're always at around 90% capacity. There aren't that many beds. But they're mostly filled with non-corona patients in the city of Houston. Ready? Here you go. 374 ICU beds are being used for COVID patients. Everybody hear that? 2.4 million people live in Houston, Texas, and 374 are in ICU for COVID. Oh, my Lord, the sky is falling. Tom, you have no respect for the, I have, I have tons of respect for those that are struggling for their life. But I also have to point out what are bold-faced, politically motivated, demon-devil-motivated lies. Democratic, Democratic Party lies. 
all to shut down an economy. I just, I wonder, I just wonder how people don't think it's coming for them. If you keep shutting down the economy, eventually CNN, eventually MSNBC, you'll run out of money too, eventually. How people don't think it's coming for them, I don't know. It's just like that Andrea Mitchell, liberal reporter standing out in front of somewhere, I think it was in D.C., and some crazed transvestite comes running up to her, and what does she say? Where are the police when you need them? I guarantee you she's an activist for defunding the police, and then cries out, where are the police when you need them? Eventually, it's coming for you. Facebook is getting protested by Ben and Jerry's right now. Eventually, they run out of victims. Actually, they run out of perpetrators. Eventually, you run out. There's so many victims. You got to find the next perpetrator. You run out, so you got to turn on yourself. That's what's going to happen to you, Democrats. Eventually, white Democrats, they're going to come after you. Eventually, black Democrats, they're going to come after you too. Eventually, the perpetrators run out. You can only virtue signal so high for so long. Eventually, you gotta, you just got, you keep having to drive it up higher and higher. You're just not virtuous enough. Well, I'm more virtuous than you. Well, let me. Well, you know what? To show you that I'm more virtuous than you, I'm going to take you down. You're a racist, and then you're done. Of the 2,200 available ICU beds, 374 are for COVID patients. All the rest of them are filled by non-COVID patients. 13% of the beds of, of hospital beds are being used for COVID patients. 13%. And by the way, just so everybody knows, everybody's gotten so much more scared of COVID, they're keeping a lot more people in the hospital now. And by the way, just so everybody knows, a hospital gets three times the amount of federal cash for a COVID patient. So you think that it's really, that they really need to have 13% of their beds taken by COVID patients? You really think they need to have 374 people in ICU? They don't. They get $39,000 flat out cash for using a ventilator. Wonder why, why would that be? If, if it's a true pandemic, then why do you have to have financial motives to treat patients? Why would you need any motives whatsoever? There would be millions of patients, right? Remember, Neil Ferguson actually said, we're going to have two to three million Americans dead from COVID. That's who was feeding Fauci and Burks all of their information that they gave to Trump. Neil Ferguson, who has since resigned for violating social distancing rules. 13% of their general population of beds is being used for COVID patients. So that means 87% are not. Where's that in the headlines? Houston Methodist, Texas Children's Hospital, Memorial Hermann, and Baylor University, which are all these galactically huge institutions, quote, they put out a joint statement, quote, this pandemic is not eclipsing our capabilities. See, everybody needs to remember something. I read you this list before, probably a month or two ago. Can't believe we're still talking about COVID. I'll be honest with you. I thought it'd be gone by now. Boy, was I wrong. Because this... Oh, well, the first wave of COVID didn't work. Then the systemic racism and uh, allegations and the protests, the rioting and the looting and burning everything to the ground isn't working. So now we're going to try statue pulls. We're going to pull down statues. Bubba Wallace is going to make up a hoax himself. We're going to have all kinds. We're going to have hoaxes, looting, pulling down statues. See if that works. If that doesn't, let's try COVID again. That's all that's going on here. I want you to remember this. Remember, this is this. This right here, 
This is off of NPR, National Public Radio, which, by the way, couldn't, couldn't be any more left-wing. When the co- well, this, was, this was written in the heat of the COVID pandemic. That's what it is. It's a pandemic. This was written in the heat of it. This was written in April. And this is all of the Army Corps of Engineer hospitals that they built at governor requests. Governors were requesting, we're going to be overrun. Now, this is in April, the heat of it all, the spike in April, March and April, highest level of COVID patients, right? We're going to be overrun. Now, everybody's saying the same thing right now, right? We're going to be overrun. Put your mask back on. Lock down, lock down again. Curtail or shut down the reopening. Panic, panic, sky's falling. Pandemic, Right? And that's what they were doing in April, right? So the Army Corps of Engineers, $660 million later, built all these hospitals because they were all going to be overrun, just like they're saying now. Same lie, different timing, different box, but same lie once again. Here we go. Did the same thing to Trump with Russiagate. Just they lied. They said he was, that he was colluding with Russians. It never happened. Another lie. Said to be true. Lots of people bought into it. Hundreds of millions of dollars spent for nothing. Well, here's another example. So all the governors are crying out, we need hospital beds. We need hospital beds. I want you to go Google it. I don't even like to use the word Google, but it's just the easiest right now. Google how many people are worried about hospitals being overrun during this second outbreak or this second wave. These hot spots. Well, in April, they were doing the exact same thing. Let's look at it. Sunny Stony Brook. This is in New York. They built a hospital. They spent $155 million building it. How many COVID patients did it see? Zero. Here's another one. Sunny Old Westerberry, New York. $118 million spent on a field hospital. How many COVID patients did it see? Zero. McCormick Place, Chicago, spent on this hospital. Now, these are not, this is not spent on equipping hospitals. These are hosp- field hospitals that were built. They were either built inside of arenas or built in fields or built on fields. McCormick Place, Chicago, they built a hospital for $65 million. How many COVID patients did they see? 500,000? 1,000? 574? 2,000, they saw 37 patients. Westchester County, New York, another hospital built from ground up by the Army Corps of Engineers for $45 million. How many COVID patients did they see? Zero. Colorado Convention Center, Denver, Colorado, another one built inside the convention center for COVID patients, $35 million. How many COVID patients did they see? Zero. All of them have been taken down. Washington, D.C. Convention Center, $31 million. Spent almost $32 million. It hasn't seen a COVID patient yet. Commercial Appeal Building, Memphis, Tennessee, $26 million. Not yet complete. Has not seen a COVID patient yet. Miami Convention Center, Miami, Florida, $26 million spent on it. How many COVID patients did they see at this field emergency hospital? Because all the hospitals were going to be overrun. So they saw zero patients. 
Sherman Hospital, Elgin, Illinois, $19 million spent, zero patients. Westlake Hospital, Melrose, Illinois, how many COVID patients did they see? Governor Pritzer, zero. Again, another one, three in a row, three in a row from Illinois. Overrun, right? Overrun. They're still in lockdown there. The governor, Pritzer, Illinois, estimates the churches can come back in about a year. Way to go, pastors. Good job up there in Illinois. Great work. Elgin, Illinois, Melrose Park, Illinois, Blue Island, Illinois, Metro South Medical Center, Westlake Hospital, Sherman Hospital, all built at the tune of 18 million, 16 million, and 14 million. Here's the total patients that these three field hospitals saw. Ready? Zero, zero, and zero, and now they're all gone. And now they're saying, all saying the same thing. Build us some more hospitals. Equip us more, you know, give us more money. For what? For what? West Isles, Wisconsin, Wisconsin State Fair Expo Center. They spent $15 million on their field hospital. How many COVID patients did they see? Zero. The Ranch Events Complex, Loveland, Colorado. $13 million, not yet complete, seen zero COVID patients. Suburban Collection Showcase, Navi, Michigan. Still under construction. No, that's not under construction. It's done. $12 million. They saw, here you go. Here's somebody. They saw patients. Ready? How many did they see? Six. Six million? No. 6,000? No. 600? No. Six. So why are you still believing any of this? Please like and share this. Maybe you can cut it up, cut this video up, send little pieces of it. It's easy to do. Even someone like me can cut up a video. Send it to somebody. Just tell them the time frame. I don't mean literally cut it up. I can't do that, but I can tell people the time frame. Send it to them. Send this part to them. You want all this? It's the sky is falling. This was in the middle of the original outbreak. And they're building Army Corps of Engineer hospitals everywhere, and nobody's seeing any patients. TCF Center, Detroit, Michigan, $10 million, actually $9.5 million spent. How many COVID patients do they see? 39. East Orange, New Jersey, East Orange General Hospital, $11 million spent. Not yet complete, saw zero patients. There you go. There you go. So everybody wants, uh, the sky's falling now? Americans from the Daily Mail, Americans are overestimating their risk of getting coronavirus, that the odds of infection are around 1 in 4,000. Researchers looked at coronavirus case incidents data from, a week, from the week ending on, on May 30th in the 100 most populous U.S. counties, most populous, people most jammed in, close together. They calculated that someone who has a single contact with an infected person has a 1 in 3,836 chance of getting sick themselves. So if you, get, if you are in contact with a COVID patient in the most populous counties in the United States, let alone out in Utah in the middle of nowhere, or Washington State in the middle of nowhere, where you got these tyrannical governors ruling and reigning, but here in the most populous section, you come into contact with somebody, you have a 1 in 3,836 chance of catching it. Got to need, oh, we need hundreds of thousands of contact tracers, though. Logic, logic, logic. You don't need any of them, ever. 
You don't need contact tracers. You don't need social distance. You don't need the lockdown. You don't need the quarantine. You don't need masks. They don't work. Never did. Not you didn't need. Just make it clear for everybody. You didn't need them in January, February, March, April, May, or June, ever. For Americans between the ages of 50 to 64, the risk of being hospitalized is one in 852,000. And the risk of dying is one in 19.1 million. Fact. All these are, with an S, facts. The team says action from governments, media attention, and the lack of of feeling in control may be influencing the per- the perception of risk. Yeah, no kidding. Shifting back now to the other lie, Black Lives Matter, totalitarian, uh, systemic racism in law enforcement, right? Remember these names, Opal, Tometi, Patrice, Colors. Both of them are the founders of BLM, Black Lives Matter. Put that fist back up for me. Can you find it for me? There you go. The founders of Black Lives Matter are both Marxists. Patrice Cullors calls herself a trained Marxist. I wonder what that means exactly. How do you go and get trained as a Marxist? I don't know. I mean, what do you do? What, what does a trained Marxist mean? Are you learning to sing their songs? Or what? I, I really don't know. But she's a trained Marxist. Oh, you got that other picture of uh, Opal. There you go. There's Opal Tometi with Nicholas Maduro. From Venezuela, this is who the founding members of Black Lives, Ma- Black Lives Matter are. Opal Tometi, Patrice Cullors, devout Marxists, just like who they fundraise for, the Democratic Party, the Democratic Party. That's who they fundraise for. Well, how do they, fu- they fundraise? For, uh, basically, all of their money goes into Act Blue. And it funds democratic causes. That's it. it. Doesn't go. Only six percent goes back into the neighborhood. Six percent of what Black Lives Matter makes. The rest of it basically disappears. All they do is give their money to white politicians. Here you go. Here's some real astute politicians: Pelosi and Schumer. You know, they're all about Black Lives Matter, right? Well, let's see if they can even remember the name of George Floyd. Ready? Play it for me. To the Congressional Black Caucus who have shaped the bill. But I only will do that if you tell me that this legislation is worthy of George Kirby's name. And he said it is. Oh, yeah, there you and go, so Nancy. We're very proud. Dimbo. We'll have some more vodka. Who do you believe when it comes to civil rights and police accountability? Not you, Chucky. Mitch McConnell or the lawyer for the families of Floyd Taylor, <laughs> or George Taylor? George Strike Floyd one. Strike two. Taylor. Oh, they really care about you, Black America. They really name what they've done for you, please. Name it. You know the whole thing is, as people, and I'm sure many Black people would consider me to be a racist because I'm speaking out against Black Lives Matter. I'm the one that you need, and many of my ilk. Because here's the thing. What I want from you is God's plan. It doesn't matter whether you're white or black. If God's hand is on your life, he has a plan for you. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. 
plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. Jeremiah 29, 11 and 12. That's black, white, Asian, Hispanic, male, female, whatever. That is every single person. That is God's plan. No man could take that away. No man can snatch you out of God's hand. John chapter 10, verse 28. No man can do it. My plan is for you, for every white person, black person, is to stop. Stop saying things like some person, I don't care, is holding you back. No person, if you've submitted your life to Jesus Christ, no man, which you are urged to do in 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 and 7, submit yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that in due time, He'll exalt you. Submitting all your cares to Him, He will exalt you in due time. Black, white, it doesn't matter. I Listen, what I'm telling you, not me personally, I'm giving you the word of God. The word of God. That's your answer. Not the white man's holding me down. Not the black man's holding me down. Not the United States government's holding me down. My pastor's holding me down. No man can thwart God's plans for you. Not one man could ever do that. We got Act Blue donations. Throw that up there. Here's some Act Blue donations. This is where Black Lives Matter gives their money. Bernie 2020. Holy moly! Look at that money. Look at that money. Black Lives Matter. Black. Who's black on that list? Let me look. Bernie's not. Biden's not. Warren's not. Pete's not. There's nobody black on the list. Amy Klobuchar. Andrew Yang. My buddy's writing me two black candidates weren't on there, but oh, what do we got? So two out, two out of 12? Where's Black Lives? Look at all that. Put that back up there. Look at all this money. Black Lives Matter's money goes directly into Act Blue. This is what Act Blue does with their money. Somebody turn that volume down over there. Unbelievable. Let's look at this. Cosmetic Giants. Here, this is real important. This is, this is this breaking news. This is just galactically important. Ready? Cosmetic giants removing the word whitening. <laughs> Cosmetic giants removing the word whitening from products. Realtor, Realtor Association stops using the word master bedroom. <laughs> what, what? What's happening? What in the world is going on here? The sky is falling, but not because of COVID or systemic racism. The sky is falling from a comet of dumb. The Houston Association of Realtors, well, no wonder Houston, will no longer use the word master to describe, to describe bedrooms. And bathrooms, oh, no more master bathroom either. That's gone. Master bedroom gone. Master bathroom gone. And the, but don't worry, they're going to use the word primary. Woof! Oh, man, I feel so much better now about my life. L'Oreal, the world's largest cosmetic and beauty company, declared it would stop using the word whitening on their products. Unilever, the largest producer of soap in the world, said they would remove the words whitening and lightning from their products. Not lightning like thunder lightning, lightening from their products. 
Johnson & Johnson announced on Monday that they are pulling two skin lightning products. Hey, put up that Woodrow Wilson pick. Oh, there we go. What are they doing with him again? Shout it out to me. This is at Princeton? Yes. They're removing, at Princeton, the name Woodrow Wilson. What are they replacing it with? Uh, just Princeton. Oh, they just removed his name because it, the, they labeled him a racist. So Woodrow Wilson, he's banned from Princeton. Former president of the United States, he gone. Let's look at Sweden. Throw up that pick for me. There you go. Right there. I want to read this to you. Sweden is getting it right. Hopping back to COVID. Just switch from one lie to the other. Same lie, different gift wrapping paper. However, the country has held off and has since won endorsements from a number of eminent academics. What did Sweden do? Ready? I'm going to sum it up for you. Bring it back to me. And we'll put, get that, keep that thing ready to go. What did Sweden do with COVID? Isolated their most vulnerable. And here, I'll add up everything else they did. You ready? I'm going to add it all up. Nothing. Nothing. For all intents and purposes, some minor little things, but overall, nothing. Nothing. But now they've won endorsements from a number of eminent academics and professionals, like Professor Hennigan, who hailed Sweden for holding its nerve in the face of such public condemnation, that including from President Trump. The steadfastness seems to be finally finally be paying dividends now as some Western mainstream media outlets and even the UN itself are acknowledging their comparable success. The New York Post begrudgingly acknowledged that Sweden received praise from the high chair of the global public health at the World Health Organization, now lauded it as a model for overcoming the coronavirus. So if everybody loves the World Health Organization, now the World Health Organization touted by Fauci, touted by Burks, touted by the Democratic Party. Why are they not singing Sweden's praise? Sweden got it right. The World Health Organization now lauded it as a model for overcoming the coronavirus. Ready? What's the model? No lockdowns, no masks, no quarantines, no shutdown, nothing except for you have one job. Look, look at the stats. Do you see those little, you know, I, sometimes I hate these things, these graphs, but uh, look at that actual, what, what happened. What they were told to do by the Imperial College of London, which is Neil Ferguson, if they did nothing, look at what their numbers were supposed to be. What did that happen? Because they did nothing. What actually happened? They did nothing. See the little red down there? That's what actually happened. If they did what the United States did, they'd be in the yellow. They whooped us. Sweden whooped everybody. But a few states. There's like six, seven states that did nothing like the awesome state of South Dakota. Dr. Michael Ryan from the World Health Organization, head of emergency management, said what it has done differently is <clears throat> it has very much relied on its relationship with its citizens, citizenry and the ability and willingness of the citizens to implement self-distancing and self-regulate. No masks, no lockdown, no panicking now second calls for all those things. They're gone now. They're done. What are we doing? Pandemic number two is in effect. Oh, hot spots, hot zones. 
Gear up the hospitals. We're going down. Sky is falling. Even though we've already closed down all the field hospitals because we never needed them. The House of Representatives, more news. The House of Representatives has passed a historic bill in the push to make Washington, D.C. its own state. This is from OWN. One American News. On Friday, lawmakers voted 232 to 180, which is basically a party-line vote in favor of the proposal, which aims to grant the District of Columbia statehood and give residents full voting rights in Congress. In doing so today, Nancy Pelosi said, we will bring our nation closer to the founding ideals that, are all, that, that all are created equal. What does that have to do with anything? How is all created equal have anything to do with statehood for Washington, D.C.? Let me tell you what statehood does eliminates absolutely they're going to try for statehood for washington and puerto rico and if you do that you'll never see the republicans in the majority again in the senate that's the goal that's it how many how many people voted for trump in washington dc you ready eight percent 92 percent vote democrat that's their only reason it's a district of columbia it's supposed to stay that way puerto rico is a territory of the united states it's supposed to stay that way that offends you sorry I don't want Democrats ruling and reigning in the Senate from now through eternity. That's all this is about. Not, what did she say again? Closer to the founding ideals that all are created equal. It's nothing to do with that, you liar. Democrat, another, another story from Owen. Democrat-backed police reform bill passes the House vote. The House bill was spearheaded by Black Caucus member Karen Bass and seeks to ban chokeholds and no-knock warrants. You're going to do no-knock warrants. Oh, I'll finish it. No-knock warrants and drug cases, as well as reform qualified immunity for police officers. Let me explain that to you. Everybody kind of gets the chokehold part, although nobody's, I'm, I was a cop for 25 years. Nobody ever taught me a chokehold, nor have I ever seen any cop taught a chokehold ever. And we had a great training session section at the sarasota county sheriff's office i was never taught a chokehold ever in 25 years and i had a year in the, not a year but a half a year in the law in the police academy nobody ever taught me a chokehold there either so they're banning something that nobody's ever teaching that you rarely ever see people like eric garner okay it happens again very low numbers you don't reform an entire system based on an anomaly logic 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 the next thing, no knock warrants. You're gonna okay. So every single warrant that you go to now, there's no, you, there's no. You have to do this. The person's sitting on the other side of the door with a sawed-off shotgun at face level, and you're gonna do this. Uh, hello. Typical people who've never answered a police call in their freaking lives. I have. You know what? The element of surprise can be life-saving for both parties. Dummies. And what's the other part mean? Qualified immunity for law enforcement. Who's going to be a cop anymore? You have a certain level of immunity as a police officer that you can't be sued for every last little thing. You have what's called qualified immunity. Not for somebody who killed George Floyd. No, again, an anomaly. It's not systemic. The numbers aren't there. Not in any way, shape, or form are the numbers there. But qualified immunity keeps officers from being sued for every last thing. Where somebody comes and sues you, uh, you mentally hurt me. I want $4 million. 
That's what it, it keeps you from that. Who's going to be a cop? The most I ever made in law enforcement was $80,000 a year. Who's going to be a cop? Who? You lost your freaking minds? Nancy Pelosi? What's this other dimbat? Karen Bass and the rest of the 230 Democrats? You lost your stupid minds? Who's going to be a cop for you? Who's guarding you right now? As you sit your lazy butts. Well, they don't even show up anymore because they're scared of COVID. Everywhere Nancy Pelosi goes, she has an armed guard. Guards. They're all cops. They're all federal cops or D.C. cops protecting her. Everywhere she goes. Does she honestly think it's never going to end up back on her doorstep? You, do you not want protection? Unbelievable. Who's going to ever want to be a cop anymore? I'm glad I'm retired. Despite the recent, another thing, another, another uh, report out of another article out of OWN. Despite the recent rise in virus cases, Vice President Mike Pence confirmed COVID-19 fatalities are declining all across the country. Boom! Go ahead, put that up there, brother. There you go. Truth. We're not Joe Biden. We don't pick truth over facts. Facts are our truth. You know what? Hit it. Go ahead, brother. Over hit fiction. It. We choose truth over facts. There you go. There's your Democratic Party, Democratic Party presidential candidate. Speaking of demons straight out of the gates of hell, Minneapolis City Council passes proposal to amend city right out of own again. City charter allowing police department to be replaced. Let me say it again for everybody. Minneapolis City Council passes proposal to amend city charter allowing police department to be replaced with what exactly? Barack Obama community organizers? Two Minneapolis city council votes, the, not two, the Minneapolis city council votes 12 to zero approving a radical proposal to change the city charter that would allow the police department to be dismantled, making the first step. This is going on right now in America. <clears throat> making the first step in a process that faces significant bureaucratic hurdles to make the November ballot. That's a tweet from Jennifer Franco. According to a draft of this amendment, the agency would focus on a public health approach. Yeah, you know what? Try that on an armed robbery. Uh, been there. I mean, try it. Try, try that. Try a public health approach for a guy who just kicked his wife's teeth in. Uh, hello, um, I'm here to talk about your mental health. Yeah, good luck with that as he pounds your face in. Dummy. According to the draft of this amendment, the agency would focus on a public health approach that, again, this is all spoken by people who have never answered a police call ever in life. I've been to thousands. This makes no sense whatsoever. Zero. Back the blue. When you vote, remember, it's the Democratic Party that wants to defund the police. These are all elected Democrats voting 12 to zero to dismantle their own police department. But for a public health approach, 
that requires it to be led by someone with non-law enforcement experience in community safety services. What does that even mean? Non-law enforcement experience in community safety services? What does that mean? Members said they know this proposal is not the change people are asking for, but noted it's a step in the right direction. No, it's a step straight to hell. That's all that it is. That is it. Speaking of lawlessness, let's go to Seattle. You know, Chaz Chop, as of today, is still there. The mayor still has done nothing. Absolutely zero. What's her name? Jenny Durkin, I believe her name is. It's sad. I'm getting to know all these people's names. Jenny Durkin is a colossal coward and failure. Your job is to keep the city safe, just like the president's job is to keep the country safe. Your job, Jenny Durkin, was not to let nine square blocks of your city be taken over by lawless rioters. How is, again, simple logic? Masks don't work. Simple logic. 0.1% post-infection death rate, so why you close anything down? Simple logic. You're a mayor of a major city. You don't let nine square blocks of your city be taken over by lawless rioters. Simple logic. What's the matter with you? This, this, I mean, I, I know everybody says this. I'm 51 years old. Everybody says back in my day. Man, I'm telling you, back in 1990, this never happened. Back in 2000, it never happened. 2010, it never happened. 2015, it never happened. 2017, it never happened. What's going on? Socialist, communist, lawless, new world order, democratic-sponsored, totalitarian takeover. That's what's, try- that's what's attempting to happen right now. That's what's being attempted put up that first picture here's a picture of Chaz chop for you how would you like to live there look at those people again lady mix in a salad they must they must be getting plenty of food into Chaz chop protesters in seattle bring back to me protesters in seattle seattle's autonomous zone chop which stands for capitol hill occupied protest have said the area is fractured. Zone occupiers spoke out Thursday stating the state of affairs was in disarray and the area is being increasingly taken over by people who do not care about the message it was trying to send. You know what the message was? I'm stupid. How would you like to join me? That was the message. The chop is increasingly becoming occupied by those suffering from, <laughs> from mental illness. That was already who was occupying it. And a large homeless population. Have you ever been to Seattle? I've been there once. There's homeless people everywhere. This is the opportunity of a lifetime. My whole thing is if you want your autonomous zone, why do you stay in America? Why wouldn't you move to your ideal country? I would assume that you could be granted citizenship in Venezuela. That is your ideal country. If you're a Bernie Sanders supporter, move to Cuba. They will probably take you. The CHOP is increasingly becoming occupied by those suffering from mental illness and a large homeless population had moved into the area. Residents have said, although many are returning to the zone, no one knows who newcomers are 
Afflict, who newcomers are afflicted with. I don't even know what that means. You can put that picture up. Here it is. Chop, chop, chaz, chop. Look at that doofus. Back to me. It is so fractured. There's people... There's people here supporting anarchy. Well, that's what, you, that's what it was all about, supporting capitalism, supporting no more police coming back to fund the police. We are not sure who these people are affili- affiliated with, said Katie Fichter, a Seattle resident. Well, there you go. Back to Minneapolis. After voting to abolish cops, Minneapolis City Council member members hire private security. We're, we're now going into the hypocrisy area of the podcast tonight. Welcome to it. Welcome to the galactic hypocrisy part of this segment of this podcast tonight. Member, after voting to abolish cops, Minneapolis City Council members hire private security. This is from townhall.com. Police for me, but not for thee. The Minneapolis City Council voted unanimously to defund and dismantle the city's police department instead of having armed police officers responding to violent criminals. The new plan, which is still in the works, will reportedly task social workers and some other type of liberal arts major with keeping the streets safe in Minneapolis. But Fox News 9 Minneapolis learned the city is now spending $4,500 a day on private security for three city council members. Three of the 12 that voted to dismantle and defund the police department following the death of George Floyd. A city spokesman told Fox 9 that security details have already cost the city $63,000 over the past three weeks. But just don't just keep your city shut down from COVID-19. How are you going to pay for this eventually? You're going to run out of money for your own private security. But, you know, just logic again. Don't ever let logic get in the way of what you believe. Never let the facts get in the way of what you believe. The three members, what time is it? Woo, baby, we're rolling here. You want me to keep going, throw it on here. I'll keep going. I love you guys. Let me just, th- let me just say to everybody, say hey to as many people as I can here. Nolan, I see you on there. Regina, I see you on there. Veronica, God bless you. Karen, Barbara, Mandy, Donna, Shirley. Hey, John G., love you, brother. Linda, Nolan, Karen, Karen P, Regina T. Love you guys. Hey, Jan, Cheryl, God bless you guys. Thank you for watching. Lots of people on. I really do appreciate it. Like and share this as much as you can. The three members provided its private security are Andrea Jenkins, Felipe Cunningham, and Alondra Cano, all outspoken supporters of defunding the police. So these leftists hire muscle to protect themselves, but abolish cops who protect everybody else. Well, of course, first things first, right? If you're a democrat, you're going to think of yourself first, always. Who cares about the unborn? Just pull them limb by bloody limb out of the woman. Who cares? As long as it's convenient for moi. That's all they care about is themselves. I don't feel comfort, comfortable publicly discussing the death threats against me. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. Democrats will always tell you two things, right? Two things. It's all about the children and they're receiving death threats. Watch it. Seriously, go through any, any public hearing. They'll tell you the same thing. It's all about the kids and somebody is threatening their life. They'll say it every time. That's how they justify their hypocrisies. 
I don't feel comfortable publicly discussing the death threats against me or the level of security I currently have protecting me from those threats, said Councilman Cunningham. So she gets private security to protect her from whatever boogeyman keeps her up at night. This is all from townhall.com. But those looted, but those looted store owners and Minneapolis residents beat to a pulp will be on their own. The soon-to-be-scrapped Minneapolis Police Department told Fox 9 that while it's possible a, rep- a police report could be filed confidentially, the, par- the department has no recent reports of any threats made to any council members. So what are they doing? They do what liberals do. The first two letters of their name lie. You, know, you really think she's getting death threats? Nah. Police for thee. Police for me, but not for thee. The democratic motto. Minnesota State Rep. Antifa and Muslim groups plan. This is from front page 624. Minnesota State Rep. Boy, Minnesotans, you better vote right coming up. Ilan Omar's got to go. Minneapolis City Council got to go. Whoever this state rep is, I'll read you the name in a minute. Got to go. Minneapolis State Rep, Antifa and Muslim groups plan to plan to police Minneapolis under Muslim rule. As the city of Minneapolis moves to dismantle its police force, Minneapolis State Rep Steve Green on Tuesday stated the obvious that virtually everyone else has been tiptoeing around. I take back what I said. Keep Representative Steve Green. If you're watching in Minneapolis, if you're watching in Minnesota, keep Representative Steve Green. He's one of the few people that will tell you the truth there. What we're looking at, in my humble opinion, is communism moving into Minneapolis and St. Paul. And not just communism, but leftist Islamic alliance. Yes, that's what's behind COVID. That's what is behind systemic racism and law enforcement. That's what's behind vaccinations. Go ahead, put it up. That's what's behind all of this. Good Black Lives Matter too. There you go. That's what's behind it all. Without exception. The Minneapolis City Council voted two weeks ago to abolish the city's police force. It plans beyond that to have so far, it plan, the, its plans beyond that have so far been sketchy, but something is going to have to be put in place as an alternative to the police. The New York Times noted many have called for relying on a self-policing. <laughs> self-policing, again, from people who have never answered a police call in their lives. Good luck with self-policing. Well, I just kicked my wife's teeth in, but I'll go arrest myself. Okay. What's the community organizer going to do? What's he going to do with an armed suspect? How's he going to serve a domestic violence injunction? How's he going to write a speeding ticket? How's he going to conduct a murder investigation? How's he going to store evidence? How's he going to take DNA samples? How's he going to fingerprint? Who's going to serve evictions? Who's going to serve documents? Who's going to serve child custody documents? Who's going to serve child support documents and warrants? Who's going to serve warrants? What are you going to do? Who's going to work car accidents? Just food for thought. No, but again, never let logic get in the way of what you believe. Never let facts get in the way of your truth. We have seen Sharia patrols in Germany, in Britain, and even New York City, 
where the Muslim com community patrol, the MCP, no thank you to Sharia law. No thank you. Is decked out in uniforms that strongly resemble New York Police Department uniforms and drives cars carefully designed to look like NYPD cars to, to enforce, ready? Fundamentals of Sharia. I got a three-letter word for you for that. Nah. The 5th Congressional District in Minneapolis, Representative Ilhan Omar's district, is the jihad terror recruitment capital of the United States. Fact. Fact. From the Gateway Pundit, Andy No. Oh, do it for me. Play it. It's over fiction. We choose truth over facts. There you go. Joey. Gateway Pundit, Andy No. Portland Police. Rushed in after Antifa rioters began, this is from Andy No's tweet, began trying to barricade the Central Precinct. They did that last night to North Precinct and set it on fire. Police knocked rioters to the ground, angering their comrades. Antifa militants in Portland tried to barricade the Central Pre Precinct on Friday night. The reason why I'm giving you all these details is wait to hear these little communists screaming about how they're being treated. Let's, let's look at what they did again. They set the police precinct on fire. They tried to set up barricades. The anarchists did all their usual stuff in targeting the North Precinct, such as tagging the police building, setting up pallets and barricades, lighting random stuff on fire before the police moved in and actually did their job. Play it. This is what you're supposed to do if you're the police. Come on, take care of business. There you go. Get the little lawless rioter runts out of there. That's right. Get out of here. That's what you're supposed to do. Put them in handcuffs. Listen to him. Stop. Stop. Give me another veggie burger. Give me a tofu salad. Mixed with yogurt. He was on the ground. He, but they didn't do nothing to him, Nimrod. All they did was set everything on fire. All they did was barricade. What do you expect them to do? They're not going to let you take over their city. Allegedly, I guess, I guess Portland has decided to have some courage. Gateway Pundit. Here's what Biden and many, sadly, in the church believe. Because the church, the church is operating under the premise of these numbers that, that Joe Biden has put out. Play it for me. Unnecessarily, now we have over 120 million dead from COVID. <laughs> there you go. Oh, 120 million. You know, if you add up his total number, all right, so he said 150 million people have been killed by guns. And now 120 million have been killed by COVID. So now we're at 270 million, which only leaves us 60 million Americans left. Boy, this is an easy place to govern now, Vice President Biden. There's only 60 million Americans left for you. It's over fiction. We choose <laughs> truth over facts. There you go. There's Joey. There's your Democratic Party presidential candidate. He... He won their prime. This guy won their primary system. Incredible. 
So what on earth is Joe Biden talking about? This is from Gateway Pundit. The campaign must have been wondering the same thing. I want you to know about that video that I just played. Just as Biden says something baffling and closes his eyes in frustration over another mental failure, the live stream froze. The image stayed frozen for well over a minute. Coincidence? Question mark. Is it a coincidence that Biden hasn't held a press conference in 84 days? Trump is trolling him over it. He hasn't done a free presser for 84 days, two and a half months. He's running for president. Running for president. Is it Biden time? It's Biden time. Play him. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the goal. You know the, you know the thing. It's over fiction. We choose truth over facts. Play them all. Not that, you know, yeah, there you go, hit it. And by the way, you know, I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, <laughs> that, 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 that turn uh, uh, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They'd look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. There you go, Joey, Joey Biden, Democratic president. Please put, put that frozen picture. <laughs> put it back up. There, there he is, Joey, Joey Biden. Yeah. What on earth are you thinking if you would ever pull the, you know, Carly Figuerina, Fiorina, who ran for president, just endorsed Joe Biden? What as, as a, what she called principled conservative? You have like Jeb Bush and other people doing the same thing. What are you do? How are you a principled conservative? What principle? What name the principled for your principles as a conservative that Joe Biden is in favor of? Is he pro life? Nah. Small government? Government? Nah. Anti gay marriage? Nah. Come on, principled conservative Carly. Wake up and vote Trump, you dumb dumb. Put his picture back and up. By there. the way, there you know, is. I got a lot of kids jumping on my <laughs> jumping on my life. Look at that. Joey. All right, Democratic hypocrisy on parade. Finishing with this. Ten minutes to go. Florida Democratic Rep Val Deming said the president's plan to hold mass rallies in Florida and elsewhere as we experience a resurgence of COVID, which is a what, everybody? Bold faced lie experience a resurgence in covid cases is irresponsible for trump to have his rallies i join but then she tweets put up the picture i joined a healing and hope rally last night to speak with our community as america grieves look at her standing at a podium no mask look at the band behind her no mask as she speaks at a rally but Trump is irresponsible. Democratic, democratic irresponsibility on parade. I ought to make that like you have Macy's you know, holiday parade, Thanksgiving Day parade. I ought to somehow put together a democratic holiday parade. It's the day before the election. Bernie Sanders. Here's his hypocrisy. Trump wants 15,000 delegates cheering him at his GOP convention in Florida. No social distancing. His rejection, this is his tweet from Bernie, from Feel the Burn. 
His rejection of medical advice endangers not only those there, but those who they, they come in contact with. Trump's a threat to the health and well-being of the country. He must be defeated. Congratulations to all out. Here's what he wrote after. Next tweet. Congratulations to all who are out on the streets today. Peacefully protesting. Together, we will end police brutality. Put up the New York Post. There you go. This is fine. This is dangerous. This is fine. This is dangerous. Your modern 2020 Democratic Party. Absolutely no sense. They don't choose facts. Ever. Chris Cuomo on the hypocrisy parade. (laughs) My guys just wrote Jim Crow Joe (laughs) for Joey Biden. Chris Cuomo admittedly broke his Wuhan coronavirus quarantine on Easter Sunday by venturing out to his under construction East Hampton home with family members where a fellow New Yorker called him out for breaking quarantine on his radio program. The next day, Cuomo referred to the 64-year-old bicyclist as a J.A. You can figure that out. Loser, fat tire biker. Coronavirus-stricken George Stephanopoulos ignores mask mandate. Go ahead, put that up. During Hampton stroll. they See, they don't believe. They don't believe what they tell you. And the church follows them. The church follows them. They believe Georgie Stephanopoulos and Chris Cuomo. They, be, they must believe Bernie Sanders and what's her name? Val Demings. They don't believe, do you think if they really thought the Wuhan virus was a threat to them? Put up George again. You think he'd be out doing this? Do you think if they really, put up Val, can you get you put Val back up? Do you think if she really thought that it was a threat to her, that she would do this? It's the perfect pandemic. Think about it, folks. They scare you into believing that, that something could kill you that's basically only a threat to somebody over 80 with a comorbidity. But they have you convinced that it's a threat to you. They have you convinced it's no threat to you statistically. There's always an anomaly. There's no threat to you. But they have you believing that it is. There's people I haven't seen in months. And probably because they hate me now. But they, they quit church a long time ago. And here's the thing. It's perfect. It's the pandemic. This is that Rodney Howard Brown says this all the time. This pandemic, COVID-19. This pandemic of systemic racism, alleged stand, systemic racism in law enforcement. It's a plan. It's an attack against the church. Listen, there's a lot of people. If you're watching this, you need to pay close attention to it. You can get very comfortable with never going to church again. There's no reason for you not to be in church now. No reason whatsoever. There never was a reason not to be in church. But now you've gotten used to it. I want to see what the, we're going to see what the size of the church really is really is once things open back up if they ever do put the video up of Lori lightfoot yeah you can play it now i've directed superintendent brown to order all police districts to give special attention to these parties and this is how it's going to be we will shut you down we will cite you and if we need to we will arrest you and we will take you to jail period There should be nothing unambiguous about that. Don't make us treat you like a criminal. 
But if you act like a criminal and you violate the law and you refuse to do what is necessary to save lives in the city in the middle of a pandemic, we will take you to jail, period. And that is what the church is following. You're like, no, I don't follow that liberal politician. If your church is closed or you're in phase one, phase two, or phase three of reopening, there's your leader, that person right there. She is symbolic of your leadership. You're like, well, no, Trump espoused these things too. Trump is pretty much stopped now. I, I agree he espoused them. But just because the Republican espouses it doesn't mean that it's biblical truth. Biblical truth is what? No plague shall draw near thy dwelling. Psalm 91, whatever you bind is bound, whatever you loose is loose. And I have a report, there's been sighted an alien landing on planet Earth. <laughs> Welcome to your leader. <laughs> Behold. Behold, church, there's your leader. You're, you're either, <laughs> you bring it back to me, I can't keep looking. You're either following her by omission or commission. If you quarantine, there it is. That's your leader. Omission or commission. Just admit it and repent of it. Knock it off. Don't worry. Well, I don't want to be proven wrong by Tom. You've already been proven wrong by me. Just look at me as symbolic. Just put the personal stuff aside. You've been proven wrong by logic. 99.9% .9 survival rate, masks don't work, and there is no systemic racism in law enforcement. Fact. All the stats say it. Fact. Even, listen, even the corrupt Center for Disease Control can only put COVID at a 0.2% death rate. 0.26% death rate. That's a 99.74 chance of survival. 99.74 post-infection death rate after you've already had it. Even the CDC with all their falsified documents can only do that. But there's your leader. Go ahead, put her up there again. There's your leader. This one here. No, we can't find her. There she is. And then put up Joey Biden again. Here's your leader again. You the cartoon, yeah, cartoon. And by the way, there he is. <laughs> There's your leader. That's who's that's who's behind all this. Bring it back to me. That's who's behind all this. They're the ones who want socialism. They're the ones who want mass vaccinations. They're the ones who want to lock everything down. They're the ones that want to quarantine. There's another leader for you. Go ahead and put it up. We'll put it out, out, out of order. There's another leader for you. Billy DeBasio. Look at that guy. There's your leader. Welcome to your leader. Aliens all over the place. That was Lori Lightfoot. Put her picture back up one more time so everybody knows what I'm talking about. There it is. Lori Lightfoot. All right, back to me. In early April, remember, she just said, you step foot out of your house, we're going to arrest you. You violate any of our new brand new laws that we pulled out of our rectums, we're going to arrest you for them. Well, what did she do? Remember, hypocrisy on parade. The thing that Jesus hated the most was hypocrisy. In early April, Lightfoot faced backlash and was called a hypocrite after photos revealed she had gotten a haircut during the lockdown. 
On April 4th, Lightfoot's stylist posted photos with a, with the mayor on Facebook with the caption, I had the pleasure of giving Mayor Lightfoot a hair trim. In the photos, the two women are not social dis- distancing and neither, and neither are wearing face masks. You know why? Because they know it's not a threat. They know it. It's the perfect thing. Billy Gates, it's perfect for Billy Gates. It's no real threat to him because he has no comorbidities. It kills people who are 80 and above. It's no threat to him. So it's perfect. That's, Lori Lightfoot's the same way. You can be a total totalitarian, draconian hack. All you want, a little Stalin sitting on your throne. And it's no threat to you, but you can threaten to arrest everybody, lock down, control everybody, mark everybody with a mask. Again, I don't know who they're marking. They're either marking you or they're marking me. I don't know. If you're a mask wearer, I don't know if they're marking you or they're trying to mark me. All right, we got to end this thing. (laughs) Woo, we've gone two hours. All right, we got to end it. Everybody ready to end it? Or do you want me to finish with Whitmer? We can finish with Whitmer. Everyone want to finish with Whitmer? It's over fiction. We choose truth <laughs> over facts. You know what we'll finish with? Let's finish with the cartoon of Joe Biden one more time. That's what we'll finish with tonight. And by the way, you know, I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, <laughs> that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair what? What is happening come, come here? back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. <laughs> there you go, America. That person's running for president. <laughs> running for president. There you go. Logic, my friends. Logic. All right, tomorrow is church day. If you, I, Inglewood, Florida, Google it. Find out how far you are away from me. If your, church, if your church is in phase one, you're in the wrong church. If your church is in phase two, you're in the wrong church. If, you're, you, if your church is using the word phase, you're in the wrong church. Join me here tomorrow, 10 a.m. If you're within an hour or two, just drive here. We will make room for you. 10 a.m., 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida, Foundation Church. That's the church that I pastor. We got about 200 people come here. We will make room for you. Be here tomorrow. It's time for radical action. It's time for cops to move. It's time for people to move out of states. It's time to switch churches. It's time because listen, if your if your pastor is not repentant of closing, he's wrong. He is he's he's just flat out wrong. If he closed his church, Especially in the state of Florida, he's a coward. We never had to close. If your pastor told you in the state of Florida that he was mandated to close his church, he's a liar. You need to get out of that church. Tom, this is way too radical. These are, these are way too radical statements. It's time for that. It's time to say what needs to be said. It's time to say what needs to be said. It's time to do what needs to be done. We need to stand up. Our country is being taken over by radical socialists, by radical Democratic Party members. It is time for us to stand up. Pull that stupid mask off your face and stand up. Be in church tomorrow. Find the one that's open. 
That's even a difficult thing to say, though, because some of them are open, are in phase one, and you walk in there, and they've got 8 billion uh, alcohol gel zones, multiple rules, don't go within 10 feet of each other. You have to make an appointment. You have to make a, a reservation to go to your church that you send tithe to and fund. If that's your church, get the heck out of there. Get out of there. If you need to move down to Florida, move to Florida. Find a church. Go to the river in Tampa. Come to Foundation Church right here. Go to Tony Spell in Louisiana. There's people that are open. Find them. Well, Tom, I can't take those risks. Well, you need to pray about it and see what God tells you to do. Because God doesn't want you in some dead church somewhere that grabs their ankles for the government. No way. We have a First Amendment, Fourth Amendment, and Fourteenth Amendment right to meet, and we're going to do it. Amen? That's where we stand. Listen, I love you. Let's pray. Lord, we praise you tonight. Holy Spirit, we invite you into our lives. You are the reward of salvation. Pray that with me now, everybody. Holy Spirit, I invite you into my life. Baptize me with yourself. I want to prophesy. I want to speak in tongues. I want to have power, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Lord, I call upon the church. Lord, I call upon the church to come out. And Lord, I ask you, Holy Spirit, to revive, Lord, your failing church right now. We're fa we have failed you, Lord. It's time for us to come back to life and stand up for the gospel of Jesus. I pray a mighty move of the Holy Spirit upon the church of Jesus Christ in America. I pray over prophets of God like Rodney Howard Brown, like Jonathan Shuttlesworth, like Perry Stone, like Tony Spell, and many others that I don't know their names. I pray over, over them tonight. Those that are standing in faith, standing in the Word of God, that believe the Bible, I pray for all of us, Lord. I pray that we would be strong, that we would stand in the midst of the storm and not be moved. Lord, we love you. And I pray over all those that are watching right now, over 200 people watching right now, Lord, I pray, pray over each and every one of my brothers and sisters. There are many that are standing in the midst of the storm, like a reed in a storm, like in a hurricane. We are pressed, but we are not crushed. We are hard-pressed on every side, but we are not crushed. We're persecuted, but not forsaken, perplexed, but not in despair. Lord, we stand in faith. We stand in the Bible. We stand in the power of the Holy Spirit. And Lord, we love you, and we pray, Lord, your continuing strength upon us. We love you. In Jesus' mighty name. And the church says, amen and amen. I love each and every one of you. I mean that. I love you. I stand in faith with you. I stand with you. God bless you.